What's up guys? Welcome to Good Bad to the Sequel, the show where we have a good time watching bad movies and we decide once and for all whether they are good, bad, or just bad. I am your host, John Sargent. I'm Danielle. Jack Brinks. Yeah, right. <laughs> wait, wait, no. <laughs> Alright, it's just it's just Sean. Brock Jizzler. Well, we've got Sean in the house and uh, he's putting on his wrestling name today because and we... Socks. <laughs> and Zubas. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is unofficially brought to you by Bang Energy Drink and Zubas Clothing. Hell yeah, brother. We, oh, wait, go on. We, <laughs> that's going to happen a lot. Today. Oh, I'm already on coffee, son. <laughs> we, we love these products a lot and we hope that they one day give us money. But the reason they come up today is because we are covering 19... 89's No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we can't freaking wait to get into it. Before we do that, though, let me tell you guys, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at The Good Bad Show. And you can uh, subscribe to the show anywhere you download your podcast. If they got ear candy, we're there. Apple, Spotify... The whole works. And what we want from you guys is a five-star review. And we want it to be mean and nasty. We want five stars, but we want you to tear into us like your mother-in-law. Wait. What? Wait, who? Hold on. Who's tearing into who? They're tearing into us. So, wait, who's the mother-in-law in this situation? Say stuff you'd say to your mother-in-law. Okay, wait, wait, the other wait, way around. Wait. Hold on. Say something wait, wait. you would say or I would say to my mother-in-law. Because I say a lot of stuff to my mother-in-law that, that most people don't say. That's the point. <laughs> Just pretend you're doing a Mean Gene interview. Yeah, yeah. Let and... me tell you something, brother. Um, Alright, so let me give you guys uh, the synopsis for No Holds Barred. Basically, um, Hulk Hogan is really getting outside of his comfort zone as an actor, and he's, you know, going real deep into uh, being a method actor and playing... Um, a character that's very far from his real... Now, nah, this is a fucking movie about Hulk Hogan being Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he's, he's the WWF champion yeah. in this movie as Rip'em. Rip'em. Rip, Rip Randy. I don't know what Randy does. Why, why is Randy part of the... Oh, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to get into that. We're going to break down the entire movie for you guys. Um, then we're also going to give you some awards. We're going to give you a bold statement, which is our... Our kind of stance about the movie. Uh, we're going to give you our worst line, our best line, who had the worst performance in this movie, who was the most valuable player in this movie. We'll tell you which moment we thought was unredeemable. We'll tell you what was our favorite thing. We're going to give you a better title, and then we're going to determine whether or not it was good, bad, or just bad. All right, you guys ready to play? Ready. <laughs> okay, so... Start button. Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie comes out of the gate swinging. So, 
you you hear Mean Gene and Jesse Ventura. So if you're not if you're not a wrestling fan, that we're probably going to get into some terminology and some characters and some people that that you're 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 not aware of unless you saw the movie because we are three two of the three of us are huge wrestling fans. Which is true. I'll let you guess which one. It is. <laughs> this is not true. But you get you get Mean Gene Okerlund and Jesse Ventura and they're commentating a match between Rip and what was the guy's name like Bullet. Bullet something. I, I thought it was Iron Mike Sharp. It was. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Right, it looked like it, it looked like him with eyeliner, except and he, moose. and he, but he didn't have it before. He didn't. If he didn't have his little wrist, his little wrist gauntlet thing, yeah. so it kind of threw me off. But I was like, that looks like Iron Mike Sharp and moose in his hair and eyeliner, and that makes him t- M- moose. Moosen. Moosen. Moosen? A flock of moosen. Boxen. But uh, Jesse Ventura was full, full fucking form Jesse Ventura with the Rick James beaded hair. Like, he. (laughs) When it showed him, I fucking died. He's. He's. Okay, so. uh, Gene Okerlund is being Gene Okerlund. Jesse Ventura Mm -hmm. is being Jesse Ventura. And they filmed it at. At a, a, a WWE, WWF, sorry, it's, it's house the, show. It's the, they call it the WWF. The title is the current, at the time, WWF title belt. Why isn't Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan? I, I thought that too. He's playing <clears throat> Hulk Hogan, except for the stupid hand sign thing. Th- he, that he is, <laughs> It was like the Jimmy Snooker with like the one... It, oh, I, no. I, I gotta say, I, I, I practiced it last night. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like... How do you do this quickly? Like Look, I'm we don't gonna... need to get into your bedtime stories here, <laughs> sir. Your wife might be listening. Yes, a quick <laughs> shocker. The bent shocker. It's it's the rip 'em hand sign. Uh. <laughs> and, then, and he does it throughout the movie, but in this first scene, he does it endlessly. He's like in a sleeper hold, and in order to get out of it, he makes both hands do the hand sign, and his brother's doing the hand sign. Like, that that's supposed to be the defining characteristic that makes him not Hulk Hogan. And it's the one time he broke the fourth wall, because he does it to the camera when he's leaving the executives, like the evil executives office. No, no, no I think you read that wrong. He was doing it to the evil, evil executives, like, uh, like cronies, and he like made them like, jump. Boom. Like, boom! <laughs> no, he did it after down. he like did that to them, he's leaving through the door, and then he turns to the camera. Did he? Yes. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I, I wrote it down. <laughs> so, so while this match is going on, you're also introduced to the evil uh, businessman executive. I can't remember his name. Bert Brell. Brad Brell? Brell or Brill? I thought it was Brill. Brell. Brel. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Brel. Kirk Sutter because his name in the movie doesn't matter, but so, he's so amazing. I liked how, or I didn't like, but I did notice, <laughs> you probably noticed too. There, Get your shit together, <laughs> jockass. Do we just keep the Italian jockass, jockass again? <laughs> Get it together, jockass. So every fucking thing is is wrestling, right? He's fucking Hogan. It's the same same shit he wears. It's the WWF. It's Jesse Ventura. It's Mean Gene. A double double axe smash. Yeah. De- they, they they change the names of the moves. Yeah. <laughs> because because that matters. So one thing I looked up was when Hogan was in Japan, that was his finisher. Was a running double axe handle smash. They called it the Atomic Smash or something like that. But that I, that's so another another like half-ass lazy tweak to make him not Hulk Hogan. Mm. He's he I've said this before to in in the past. Michael Jackson, Jesus Christ and Hulk Hogan are the most recognizable people on earth. If you go to some village where they don't even have like electricity or something you show them a picture of Hulk Hogan, they'll know who it is. 
Just because he's doing it. Probably because he slept with her wife. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he's doing a double X match doesn't make him not Hulk Hogan. I I did like, I got my shit together now, coffee's kicking in in my my World Wrestling Entertainment coffee mug. John and I with our matching mugs. I got the donut one, it's fine. (laughs) Is, you think that it's, so like when you watch The Wrestler, the matches aren't what you would see at a show, right? Right. This is exactly a match you would see with a half full arena on on an eighties an eighty an eighty nine nineteen eighty nine WWE WWF WCW yeah. house show. Yeah, this is the exact match. Yeah. It was a full match. None of it was Hollywood. No, it was. I liked it because it was like a throwback to yeah. it. Was, it was exactly what you would get in a match: the play-by-play, the crowd reaction. The it's it 100%. a hundred percent. Well, Hulk Hogan famously has said, "Do you want match A, B, C, or D, brother?" He's got four matches that he's capable of doing, or or I shouldn't say capable that he thinks draws money, right? So, and he's right. He's nobody's ever drawn more money than him. But he, he so he just threw one in the movie, yeah. <laughs> and but. So we watched after the movie. We watched some some interviews and stuff with him and like Tommy Lister on like Arsenio and like Good Morning America and shit like that, right? And Hogan is I see, do- see the grin on her face when you Hogan. said Tommy Lister. So much, like, we will get so much to say about. We will fucking get We've got to. Time I'm sure he, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, I'm sure he's we like, still we still love you, D. <laughs> so so one, on almost all of these interviews, someone tried to get Hogan to admit that wrestling was fake. They tried to like bait him into it they were like oh you're acting but you're used to acting aren't you and he would very uh calmly and cleverly circumvent that question and be like yeah i'm in front of cameras all the time blah 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 but in 1989 they still wanted people to believe that wrestling was real they were making so much money they were doing so much coke and steroids that <laughs> that they thought that this movie would come across as like the same way that rocky does where like that fight we're not even out of the first scene yet. <laughs> yeah. That that fight was like epic. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Half ass montage. <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, so we do meet uh, Brel. Burl. Brel. Brel. Is, is the, so this is where he starts saying jockass a lot. A lot. And a, a lot. He, a lot. He also says something about. Um, he says every time this jockass strips down to his sweet nothings, <laughs> these sweat hogs go wild. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck and, is he talking about? So, and that's wrestling. <laughs> and then he tells Janet, go take a piss. Uh, take a leak. Take, yeah, a, take leak. a leak. Take a leak. And she like very sad. She basically fired, right? That's the way he fired her. <laughs> You you skipped I think one of the most important for me one of the we're, most we're still in the first scene but the beginning uh, the Hogan growling I mean <laughs> Rip, Rip's growl yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he it's fucking awful he's okay. like quivering vibrating pulsating but his mouth but his mouth thing. isn't moving like he's just standing straight oh there's there's so much ADR in this movie like recorded after the fact noises and dialogue like you hear people talking when they're facing away from the yeah. camera uh-huh. the first like, the first scene the opening I, I wrote the first line opening roar interview and then 
Hulk Hogan's bald, bald spot and then dubbed question mark, question mark. This all happened within like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much dubbing in this movie. Like, it's almost a foreign film. It was bad. <laughs> if it wasn't the most American movie ever made, it would be a foreign film. I did notice in the credits they had someone credited for pressing the junkyard dog growl sound button. And that's all they did. Look at her with the junkyard dog reference. Wow, nice. Yeah. JYD. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 my favorite part of the board. The board my no favorite part. He, he smashes the glass on Rip's face. Yeah. And it's just maniacal evil music. Yeah. <laughs> so did you notice who did the music in this movie? No. Jim Johnstone, who is who has been making, up until recently, WWE entrance music since the early 80s. Wow. So the guy that made... I love the music. All the but... famous entrance music, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, the whole deal. That's who did the music in this movie. And at points, I thought it was really good. And at other points, we'll get to the like the big fight yeah. finale of the movie. It was so bad. Because he he's never done a movie before. <laughs> I love when when Rip goes to the the in the meeting at, at the office. Yeah, and he's in full spandex. This is his street attire, <laughs> right. full spandex, matching he- headband, red and black headband, full spandex bodysuit, weight belt, and wrestling boots. Yeah, it, <laughs> everything. And, and going to a fucking meeting. Wait, it's a weight. Is a weight belt a thing that looks like a half corset that laces up? Yeah, back? it's really yeah. weird. Yeah. It, it was belt? like a weight well, belt. Well, but... normally he wears like an actual weight belt. And there is one part real quickly when Randy's in the hospital where he's wearing like Zuba tiger uh-huh. print yeah. pants uh-huh. and an alligator weight belt. Yeah. Uh-huh. But <laughs> we'll get to that. That's what but... prompted me to wear the Zubas. So, today. so, so you think that it's hilarious that he would show up to a business meeting again wearing <laughs> black and red spandex weight belt and wrestling boots? What if I told you he went on our city? all wearing the exact <laughs> same did. thing. It, was the same thing. it, 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 it wouldn't like, surprise me at all. I'm, either he took it from the movie set or he showed up to the movie set in his own clothing. No, he took like it from his closet. <laughs> yeah, that's where he came from. <laughs> at his house. No one lives the gimmick more than Hogan. It's no, it, Nobody in the history point, of wrestling. At this point, he's been doing it so long that it just is him. You know what I mean? He, like, there, there's no Terry. He formulated his his himself his formative years just being Hulk Hogan. He just is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um. So, but so the the point of that scene is that Kurt Sutter, the Brell, wants him to be part of his network, but Hogan wants to be part of his own network. Do they ever mention what is the network that no. Hogan's currently on? No, I don't think it's so. the Rip. something Sorry, Rip, television. I, I'm gonna say Hogan all day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got Hogan written down everywhere. Something television <laughs> network, or they they don't say what oh, they yeah, what yes. they do. They don't say what kind of shows they have. Like he wants Rip on the network, but in what capacity? Yeah, I want Rip. He just wants him. For, he wants for what? You don't. I thought I thought it was a. I thought this was gonna be like a because I haven't seen this in years. If I've seen it full all the way through. Is I thought it was gonna be like a spin off the Monday Night Wars, except that was later. So yeah. it doesn't <clears throat> I guess that would be wouldn't count, but Yeah, so so he gives him a blank check and and, and yells at Rip and, and just, then looks at his stooges. <laughs> and the stooges are like, Oh yeah, that's how you do uh, it. <laughs> his pink lips, slap shot stooges, <laughs> glassy eyed <laughs> He bows up to Rip, who is the original Hobbs, 
He's the original, yeah, yeah. like, The Rock, right? He's the largest human being, second largest after Zeus, human being on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Rip takes the check and stuffs it down his mouth, and he has a line right here that I thought was awesome. He goes, I'm not going to be around when this check clears. That was a pretty good line. <laughs> and then he flexes at the at the lily-livered spineless jellyfish. <laughs> and gives the, the Rip'em hand sign. Yeah. And out and of the boardroom. And like a, and like a grunt. Rip so Cut to Rip getting kidnapped. So, yeah. So here we have our first felony, right? The limo Where... kidnapping with goons. <laughs> so this is, yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. like a bad movie lore. This is legendary <laughs> bad movie stuff. So first... You know, he realizes that he's being kidnapped and he goes, try this on for size. And he starts punching and kicking the limo, which causes it to drive all over the fucking road. <laughs> he he kicks the door and it's fucking swerving. Through the church zone, He's y'all. so strong that he can kick a limousine into driving through a fruit stand and two guys carrying a mirror and all kinds of <laughs> crazy shit. <laughs> so how does he, he can't kick the door off. No, right? He can he, just... he can't break a window. No. He can hardly break the little shitty wooden cabinet in the uh-huh. limo, but later he just rips the door off of the limo. Instead of no, opening no, no, it. You're missing but the part. But that was after. Is that if he hooks up? You're missing the part where... But do you remember how he got out of the limo? Oh, yeah. He explodes <laughs> the fucking roof <laughs> of the limo. vertical jump. <laughs> With, and BJ, that's... BJ Penn's pool jump can suck it. <laughs> and that's, that's where the smooth rock kicked in. I don't know if you guys noticed this sound. Oh, yeah. It was fucking sexy time music. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, Why? I've never... Like, there's... I've watched almost every action movie of somebody beating up 12 guys. This was the most effortless... Like, okay, so I have a question for you guys. I was going to ask this as the synopsis. Does Hulk Hogan have rabies? Like, yes. he's laughing maniacally. <laughs> and as, growling. As he's, like, crushing people. <laughs> and growling. And, like, great. throwing them through the, through the limo and, like... The windows and the... Through the, the ripping doors off the hinges. He's having just the time of his life while he's destroying these people. <laughs> but then, but then he pulls the driver out... <laughs> And before he even asks him the greatest question ever, he's going <laughs> for, for 30 seconds and he goes, What's that smell? And the guy goes, Dookie. <laughs> I was, was uh, well, I was, so I was like, I can't. I can't the guy, do this the, we watched the credits. The guy's name in the credits is Dookie. <laughs> My IQ dropped about thirty points at that moment. <laughs> oh man, I, I was giggling uncontrollably through this entire movie. All I could think about during that fight scene, the music. I wrote "Coming to America" sax. <laughs> it's the, oh, it's the saxophone yeah. from "Coming to America." <laughs> <laughs> this fight scene was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I, I popped huge. I, I was having a fucking. I, I had a great time watching this fucking fight scene. It was ridiculous. I just couldn't get over. Why did he just open the door? He lifted the door off of its hinge. I why why would he do that? Because he popped out of the. Uh, yeah, that's not intimidating. Why would you just open the door? You gotta rip it off, brother. <laughs> he explodes out of the roof of the car, which has more like packing peanuts and styrofoam and material and in it and sparks. But when did he John Woo direct? This? Yeah, I hope so. But when he rips Ooh, the door it. off. There's not even a sound effect. No, no. It's, no. It just casually <laughs> happens like, well, I gotta get in, and this is how it's done. It wasn't even like... It was cool. gonna come off one way or the other. This door getting off. <laughs> so, he goes from there, and then he casually goes to a meeting where he meets Samantha, and he's... Uh, I'm sorry, what is her full name? Sam. N. Moore. 
Is it? Yes! Her name what is, is Sam and Moore. Totally, and they say it twice. I totally and missed Sam. that. Sam. Wait, no, it was, this is Sam and Moore. But it was like, Sam and Moore. Uh, quite. <laughs> I, they tried They tried to pull a, uh, a, a Top Gun feel with this scene. With, uh-huh, with, with okay. if, if this is the first thing I thought of where he's like, where they introduce Sam to, to Rip and he's like, holy shit. And like, like they kind of contact, but she gives him the like, the Kelly McGillis, like in the, in the radar room when they're going okay, over the, yeah. and, and she's like, she's interested, but she's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And he, he's tongue out. Like, he's like this broad. He literally like bends his index finger, puts it between his teeth. Like yeah. he just can't handle how <laughs> he, fucking horny he is. He, he undresses her with his eyes like twenty times. I imagine this is the Has same to look. look away. <laughs> this is the same look that Bubba the Love, Love Sponge's wife got from him. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I wrote that, that to me. I just wrote problematic because problematic. <laughs> because everything we know now about Hogan, it's just red flags. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a re- it's a huge wait, wait. red flag. You mean real life Hogan, not he, movie Hogan. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. To, his persona bled into this, and every like at the time you're like, it, no harm, no foul. But yeah. knowing what you know now, so, it's like oh, that's a huge red flag. So, so like I said, yeah. I watched a bunch of interviews he did in 1989 on all these talk shows, and on every single one of them, he's talking about what a great movie this is for kids. All the little Hulksters can the go see it, Hulksters. and he keeps referring to any scenes with Sam about there's just a little nibbling. He kept saying that on all of these interviews, there's just a little nibbling. So all, he's going, so all the little Hulksters can go see it, right? And I was like, yeah, there's four attempted kidnappings, an attempted rape. Uh, three assaulted women, like oh, there's a lot of face slapping yeah. in this movie. Like they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but but oh, I, I realized when I was five, six, seven years old, the reason I loved this guy so much is because everywhere he went, he was preaching what a great guy he was. And I mean, uh, we're this isn't the anti Hulk Hogan podcast, but Google his name, you're not gonna find a lot of good stuff no. these days. So it, it's it it just kept making me think of like how much I felt bamboozled yeah. by, by Hulk Hogan. It was not to bring things down. But let, let me ask you guys this about this meeting. What happened? What happened in this meeting? She's like, we're going to... we're gonna... They talked about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, they looked into her eyes. <laughs> and then said, hey, I'm going to pick you up at eight for dinner. And, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just... Oh, my but, jaw drops. <laughs> so, so she's talking about... She's talking about, we're going to improve Rip's image even more and we have all these plans for Rip. Meanwhile, he's staring at the tits of the woman next to him <laughs> yep. and he's not paying attention, right? She goes, hey, do you want to join us? And he he like flips out showgirl style, like know me style, like, hey, listen, I don't have time for this crap. I didn't put on all this blue light run. Wake up tight. For you. And she's like, well, then I'll meet you for dinner at eight. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She like, 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 Date threatened him, like, I'm gonna kick you out then. And also, you learn, like, ten minutes to the end of the movie that she was working for Brel the whole time. Like, was she that. Was, she was, was supposed to seduce him. Was that ever time. evident? No. That not, that's what, like, what not was, as. They, they never. They never have an interaction until that meeting. I wrote, wait, she knows him? Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the French restaurant <laughs> in, in his oh white ass suit. <laughs> <laughs> Fake ass tan. <laughs> 
was so he was like his own definition of orange. No, there's nobody else. There's Hogan. Orange. There's Hogan orange. Yeah. There's, there's That's Hogan a Crayola. Orange, there's Hogan orange. There's Trump orange, and there's Snooki orange. <laughs> He's got his own thing, and it's like it's like kind of brown. It's got contouring. But it's, isn't it Snooki orange just Jersey orange? Yeah, it's sort of like a like a toasted brown with coconut. And a fist pump thrown in there. That that sounds that sounds like it smells better than I'm sure it actually does. Yeah, yeah, it smells like you know how when you get a used car and it has an old um, air freshener under under the passenger seat. No, I've never. And it's sort of like a banana shape, and it has a palm tree on it. It's sort of like coconut. Where do you buy your cars from? Probably. It also has like a leftover like Twizzlers wrapper on it. That's what it smells like. That that's the one. So the the joke here is that he's a giant muscle-bound buffoon, so clearly he couldn't possibly know anything about a French menu. Well, yeah, the entire restaurant... Well, actually, I guess she and the, the snooty waiter and the guy's like, okay, the director's like... Be a snooty French guy. Run with it. And he's like, okay, I'll just make some shit up and just did, whatever kind of caricature I can Did you guys of. happen to hear what was on the legit French menu that, that he couldn't possibly know about? It was quiche, quiche escargot, and hollandaise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honest areas. Basically breakfast. <laughs> Who came up with this French menu? People. This is the menu that he couldn't possibly understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he says one sentence in French and they're like, oh... This is a well-traveled Renaissance man. <laughs> well, the the, the wait staff <clears throat> or the kitchen staff comes out and they just lose their shit. They're like, oh, it's Rip. Yes! <laughs> and then you find out this is like Rip's restaurant. Yeah, this, this is his regular Rip, place. This is Rip's spot. Well, he didn't wear his best whites for nothing. <laughs> his whites. <laughs> <laughs> then but we go to the bar. The Okay, so uh, this can, can we just say... I need to go to this I bar. Want I wrote, <laughs> to go so badly. There's I wrote, booze. I wrote best dive bar in history. Okay, okay, let's set this scene for people who haven't seen this movie. This is a it's a shop, right? It's a car shop. They do oil changes. It's the there. double deuce on fucking steroids. There's a tattoo chair. Yeah, yeah. There's tires stacked up. There's in the a corners. midget in a cage. <laughs> there are things randomly sparking in the corners and a lot of rednecks. Oh, it's so, fabulous. So th- then there's the... There's the, dogs tied up in the bathroom. Yeah, there's, there's a, a junkyard guard dog. There's a boxer with like a metal chain there's in, a, there's in a, the men's bathroom. There's a waitress that just automatically assumes that these guys are supposed to be at the gay bar across the street. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down that line. Are you yeah, cops? So, All right, well, you must be looking for the gay bar. Gay bars across the street. Wait, what? <laughs> There's the two guys that are fighting in the center of it for sport, and then there's the giant redneck who is the waitress's brother, who is the loudest cheerer. And I wrote down Larry, the cage fighter guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just <clears throat> spits no chew teeth. on the guy's on the guy's foot. Um, the waitress's the waitress was credited as Squeaky. Squeaky? Squeaky. Squeaky waitress. Squeaky, ah, yes. And the whole time is... <laughs> yeah, no, she's fucking loopy. She never spits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, she just God, makes it. She just keeps it in. Oh, oh man. man. 
But the, the, the little yeah. spineless lily livered jellyfish gets up and he's like, I gotta bleed the old lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that that was his uh that was his being tough guy. No not one person in the history of Earth has ever said that no. sentence. Would no. you would you guys like to know why there's so much weird dialogue in this movie? I don't know. Because McMahon wrote it? Real writers <laughs> wrote this movie and Say then that. Vince McMahon of that he's the owner of WWE and he's I mean if you don't know who he is, look him up. Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan didn't like the script. Uh, Vincent Kennedy Sorry. McMahon. They, oh, they didn't like the script, respect. so they they got a hotel room and they rewrote it in three days With Coke. themselves. They're the producers, That's, and they are doesn't the surprise me at all. So this is how you get things like bleed the old lizard <laughs> go take a leak I, think, I would say like the movie had been sort of you know setting you up this entire time to understand what you were in for and I feel like they took the training wheels off at this point and they just fucking let it ride it got crazy from here on out in my notes everything I wrote is just all like 1940s newspaper headline summaries instead of like full sentences of what's going on it's a lot of caps an exclamation point. Zeus maims handicap. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so they go to the, the bathroom, right? One guy has to pee. The other guy is so worried about his buddy that he's like, man, you gotta pee? Like, he's worried that he has to pee. Are you sure you wanna go in here? <laughs> They're talking shit oh. about the patrons. Fucking... Uh, Larry the Cage Fighter <laughs> Larry guy. Larry the Cage Fighter guy comes out of the, the toilet, goes to fucking beat him up, and he looks at their dicks... <laughs> Oh, and he God. says they ain't worth beating up because of their small dicks. You got he teeny said, weeners. What do we got here? A teeny wiener. <laughs> you guys ain't even worth it. What? And this then, is, was this, this before is, or after they crossed no, streams? Then, this is, oh, this is right right after they, they pee cr- on each other. They, they, cr- cr- they cross streams, then pissed on each other. <laughs> and then they, they barely registered So it. dicks out. They're just flipping out about how dirty the place is. Don't touch anything. I Don't worry, I'm not going to touch anything. They piss on each other. And, and don't, nothing. And don't talk about it. <laughs> Um, this is peak Vince McMahon. Like, if you're a, if you're a wrestling fan at all, if you... And by the way, what I forgot to mention, we got some big news coming up at the end of this show concerning wrestling. But he is the exact person who would write, like, what if he doesn't kick their ass because their dicks are too small? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and then, it's and then just die laughing. Yeah. <laughs> just die laughing. So, so this whole series of events gives Brell... The, the genius idea for a TV show, okay? So here's the premise of his TV show. He's going to get all the world's most psychotic, roided-out, cokehead, redneck, 300-pound, powerlifting, wrench-wielding, Brock Jizzlers of the world, <laughs> and he's going to have them fight each other, and he's going to call this TV show Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> like... Did you did you, is, did you stop at the first idea for the name of the show? Like he was just like, yep, that's it. Like I have this genius idea for a show, but the name is the fucking worst. And why why, this, why was it like a public outdoor press conference too? He did like a political like gu- like gubernatorial announcement like outdoor press conference. Well, to I'm, tell people I mean because this is a big network. We don't know what they <laughs> the do. It's just a big network. Couldn't fit them indoors. I wonder if this is the same network that shows up to the Goddess Show in Las Vegas and Showgirls yes. and wants to like 10 15 cameras interviewing the dancers yes. like the, these both of these movies would just have you believe that the entire media gives a <laughs> shit about what's happening <laughs> but you can tell it's mcmahon the names of the fighters you got brock chisler uh-huh. klondike kramer mm-hmm. 
Um, Lug Wrench Perkins. Bulldog McPherson Rebar Lawless oh, I wrote them all down Yeah I had I had to make a list For the, for the fights Lug Wrench Perkins I was I, I think this is the point Where I said I can't write fast enough I was fucking this was exciting Dying It was great Like can you imagine A crossword puzzle Just of these guys names You, you guys You guys want to try Making up your own fighters Yeah what, what, do you, what do you got, Danielle, for a fighter? Um, let's see. I've got Sin Splinter. Sin Splinter? Yeah, that's pretty good. No, that is pretty good. I've, I... got, I've got Dip Prixton. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I'll go, I'll go uh, Balls Testies. <laughs> balls McBalls. <laughs> Fuck, I got nothing right now. You put me on the spot. Okay, here. So it's like choosing your stripper puke name, right? Cockler. Basically... <laughs> He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. You gotta choose a a, a a weapon. Okay, so it could be an animal, like a high school mascot, <laughs> like a like a bulldog or a tiger or a shark. Swinging a badger around. Face you off. Gotta have... Face off. Uses a, a fucking dove as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta have a tool, so it could be a lug wrench. A teeny weeny. <laughs> We should you should you should make for your for your Instagram page like a wrestling name. Oh yeah, a, a no holds barred wrestling yeah, wrestling name creator. Yeah, <laughs> De- definitely tweet at us at the Good Bad Show or get in our DMs on Instagram yeah. at the Good Bad Show and let us know what your fake uh, battle of the tough guy name is. So you have. Bulldog McPherson versus uh, Klondike Kramer with Klondike Which Kramer's is a classic, by Kl- the way. <laughs> Klondike Kramer's three foot long armpit hair. Did anybody oh, else yeah. notice I that? I thought he was spraying it down. Didn't see that? You didn't, oh, it's oh, hanging. So I, I shit you not, eighteen inches from its armpit. Oh, I, I was paying attention to the fact that he was spraying hairspray in his mouth. So they're fighting. Fucking door kicks down. Oh my god. The, the best entrance, like just I, I was all fucking about and it. Slow motion, and everybody stops what they're doing, and he—he's wearing a prison, like prison outfit, like they like, with with his prison quote. I'm doing air quotes, like, <laughs> like you guys can fucking see it. His, his prisoner number on it with the sleeves ripped off. He. Zeus grabs a waitress by the face yeah. and fucking picks her up and like throws it. her through a barrel. The very first thing Zeus does is assault a woman. Yeah, it's a bad time. You like they they let you know right off the get go this guy's bad news. This was 1989. Women were disposable back and, then. And bro, <laughs> bro goes, let him fight, and he just gets in and crushes the two people that are in there. And then you're just like, oh shit! Now we're on a ride for Zeus versus Rip, and I'm fucking all about it. <laughs> How have we not mentioned? <laughs> he ripped the dude's hair out. Oh, and and that they was his and, finisher. and they acted like he she decapitated him. Yeah, oh it was like my scalp god! I want them scalps. How have we not talked about his unibrow? His okay, one side partial, scarred up, drawn on. His asymmetrical unibrow. <laughs> oh my god. Like, they took it's, the hair he was missing from his left eyebrow and put it on the side of his head to make a Z. It, <laughs> it's worse than the unibrow in Dodgeball. Wow. Yeah, it's a bad brow. He, he legitimately does have, like, I'm not sure what it is, if it's like a fake eye or just like a dead eye or lazy eye or whatever, yeah. but that, that's real. Like, if Debo's always had that. But they chose the side with that eye to cut half his eye brow off to just make sure you're really focusing on that. It was that. real bad. You should have seen the other guy. After he beats the shit out of everybody, he growls at the TV Again. and him and Rip 
have a stare down yeah. through the through TV. The TV. <laughs> rip it. Rip automatically. To, the, Rip is never called out. No. No one mentions him. He has no clue who Zeus is until, just, until Charlie. What are you doing over here? I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> He's just worried. Charlie says I, that he knows this guy. Charlie the, is a you, trainer. Oh, oh, you mean the trainer from Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he trained Zeus, who's also. I, I guess he was Rip's trainer? Yeah. I guess that's the, yeah, the whole Charlie is Rip's trainer. The whole point. And he used was, to be Zeus's trainer. Was Zeus's trainer. And they just yeah. stare down through the TV. Him. Yeah. Then he stare down the through the TV. They lock eyes through yeah. through yeah. the TV. <laughs> and, and th- this isn't going to get them my award for best line, but I wrote it down phonetically that <laughs> Zeus, his, his, his best line is, Ah! Ah! <laughs> He, he says that 12 <laughs> times in the movie. But like it changes gears. Lower. <laughs> are you are you saying that Zeus is more man than I am? No. I didn't say anything. Oh, I might be sensitive about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so Hey, look, buddy, you got two eyes. So, <laughs> you meet my standards. <laughs> then then uh, that, so we've established that Rip is a is a cultured Renaissance man who goes mm-hmm. to fine French cuisine and eats things such as hollandaise and quiche. But then he takes Sam to the best spot, and it's like some country ass diner. Yeah, it was where where they're listening to Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> and he knows the waitress who says if she was twenty years younger, she's clearly younger than him. <laughs> and then he stops a robbery with pies. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Fucking, so he's throwing pies. How many fucking pies does this place have? <laughs> I think eight. So he throws pies at the robber who's wearing a face mask. Yeah, but he's wearing he's wearing the mask from Face Off that sucks the face <laughs> off. The so they're both wearing these. He's throwing pies at the dude's face. He takes the mask off yeah. halfway through pies being thrown at him. So then his face gets hit by pies. Of course it does. He doesn't doesn't want to get blueberries in his mask. Blueberries. He has a a gun. Two guys with guns. Rip yells, everybody get down. (laughs) Picks up a bar stool. They don't look at him once. Yeah. And he has time to tell everybody to get down, pick up a bar stool, and throw it at one of them. They have not seen him once. (laughs) And he's wearing it. Teal from head to toe. Oh, my God. oh this was his ocean <laughs> yeah, line, his ocean, wasn't it? His ocean waves, motif. Waves. His waves, yeah. Did you guys notice how greased up he was for this food fight? No, so so I did, but I also noticed that as soon as the fight was over, no he grease. wasn't greased I anymore. Also noticed like that. he just he spontaneously sweats That's and de-sweats. <laughs> so I had I had I had a problem that popped up in this scene too. Oh, I, oh did you? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> that, that goes back to so, so he starts hugging on Sadie, the yeah, the waitress, and everybody I'm, uh, might get in trouble these days. But every <laughs> the majority of the people in this restaurant are black, and they start cheering for him. Yeah, wait, did did, wait. did 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 the problematic Hogan dropping the M bomb? Yeah, N bomb pop into your head too. So so like I said, this is not an anti Hulk Hogan podcast, but, but Google his name and you'll find some stuff where he dropped some N bombs while he was banging his best friend's wife. But then, it, but if you're if you're a wrestling fan and you followed this. It's like you said, he he was an icon when you were a kid, yeah. and you feel cheated and taken advantage of. It's the same with Cosby. You get the same feeling from Cosby. Yep. Like, yep. 
it's just you're it's tainted. So then you see this and you're like, ah, it, yeah. like, well, it's <clears throat> and it's this thinly veiled like propaganda. Right, yeah. like how many? Di- there's a checklist of ways to make somebody a good guy, and nobody knows how to do that better than Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan, right? And like, it, it's it's the same. This isn't. I'm not trying to get political, but it's the same thing as a politician being like, ah, you know, like trying to get the black vote, basically. Like that. That's what this was. Was like trying. Like to we work- can see your pandering. It's not authentic. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's, is what you're it, it to was. Say. It was gross. But <clears throat> but cheaply good, done. Good thing those pies were on it. Did you guys also notice that he tells Sam before the fight starts? He goes, "When I say the word, get down." By the time he's finished that sentence, he's out of his chair. Like, which will be the word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the word. And then, uh, and then they have to get a hotel room together. Oh boy! Holy shit! Oh boy! So that, that was cute. Oh, this was so uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad I'm not the only person. Oh, so yeah, uncomfortable. Let's, let's get the woman's perspective on this. Oh, so creepy and uncomfortable. Well, uh, this scene had to have lasted half the movie, dude. It, it was, felt like it. I wrote down vomit. I just wrote it down. Like I can't do this. Wait, part. It was, was so gross. did you write down vomit because of like the awkwardness of them having to share the room and and the and the tape that goes across? Or, I was gonna or, say, or, or 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 was it vomit because of his fucking short shorts? Oh, that's <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And, then it and, got and worse. her lingerie. Don't you remember when he was doing his her lingerie is more clothing than his his is? So, well, do you remember what he was doing push-ups in? Like yeah, a str- like string briefs. Yeah. yeah. The, strength. But I want to point out you're you're sitting here getting all all <laughs> your shit in a twist. Chivalry is not dead. He makes a curtain out of wrist tape. Okay. He, he still wore string briefs. You can't get around that. It and, happened. And she wore sexy lingerie that she, she just happened and to have. She have? thought she was gonna be alone. <laughs> <laughs> so you just wear that when you're alone. Well, maybe she was going to get on Pretender and find herself a back page like Pretender. that night. Pretender. Is that a Foo Fighters song? <laughs> and so he starts, doing, he starts doing push-ups on the bed, which wakes her up. And then he's like aggravated that she woke up and is looking like down the barrel of his butthole while he's doing oh, push-ups. <laughs> like, well, she, okay, that she was the most up. uncomfortable. So what is the joke there, right? Because she wakes up to the bed rocking back and forth. And him huffing. You're only supposed to infer that he's jacking it That's feverishly, it. right? Like fever. Or he's got someone in bed. Like if it's you, one or the other. If you're in bed and a 400-pound... Yeah, Bubba the Lost Sponge's uh, wife. <laughs> and a 400-pound monster's jacking it on the other side of the curtain. You're that, gonna look. <laughs> but, like... He's going around on Arsenio going like this is a movie for the kids. Nope. Like, no, that is a that is a jack off joke. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh god, that was just that whole thing. And then and then he gets all like he gets on the bed and it breaks and she rolls to him and he's doing the chivalrous like hands in the air, Keanu Reeves style, I'm not touching you. And she loses her her like cool about it, and he tells her I'm going to sleep in the lobby couch because you build more walls than I ever could. And I was like... And the, the couch is a better sense of humor than you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she's like a 110-pound like woman who finds herself in the arms of this 400-pound guy who, like, barks and huffs on TV. So, of course, she, like, makes it known that she's a little bit uncomfortable with it, and he makes her feel like shit about it. He's but, like, fine, I'm out of here, But man. But is she uncomfortable? Yeah. The whole... The whole Back Don't and forth worry, while she, worked. <laughs> she's brushing her teeth, 
With ears against the door. And Wait, he, she's brushing her teeth in the bathroom. Yeah. She's talking to the mirror. This is the third mirror talk scene we've had on this show. <laughs> she's she's brushing her teeth in the bathroom where there's a sink. He's brushing his teeth in the like bedroom and, and also mouthwash. What is he spitting into his gym bag? What the hell was going on right there? <laughs> what what happened when he swallowed the mouthwash? Yeah. yeah. What, she, was that she when she walked out? Yeah, yeah, she walked out and like he like gulp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the look on his face looks like someone stuck their finger in his ass. <laughs> she checked his oil. <laughs> um and then and then she and then she's just in a meeting with Burrell. And yeah. like again, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and he slaps the shit out. So I wrote when he did that, I wrote two assaulted women because the girl that got thrown into the peanut bear. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. later on, I would cross that out and write three in. Um, and and she goes she goes to console or she goes to be consoled to Rip, and then they then they're just a couple. Yeah, yeah, and now I'm they're, they, like, so their first kiss is interrupted by the TV, and he just looks away, and she, like, looks on at the TV, too, as if they've been together for three months the, now. Like, their first uh, kiss was a was a four-year relationship. Yeah, yeah. Middle-of-the-day kiss. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, did I, I thought I missed well, see, something. Okay, so <clears throat> little girl, girls were taught back then that if the guy wants it, then eventually the girl will just want to have it, too. Like... He tried so hard, so it worked on her, and now she is like fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I was. <laughs> That's what I, I grew wrote up down. Thinking. I wrote down. They kiss now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gross. I wrote down vomit again. This is the awkward. Um, oh wait, no, no. We, this we, is, we skipped a couple scenes. So what? <laughs> or every, I, I did. Not every scene in this movie is worth talking. No, about. it's not. It's not. <laughs> they. they uh, they're in the middle of their, like, we're already in a very, like, comfortable relationship makeout session, which is just, whenever, like, an athlete is this huge, it's just weird to see them with a regular-sized yeah. woman. It's just weird. Like, you, you just can't help but visualize yeah, what might go on. It's just odd, right? So, the, but then Zeus is on the TV, and he lays down the challenge, and, uh... <laughs> Zeus, yeah, it's Zeus, on. We can't talk enough about Zeus. We've hardly talked about his, him, but so we've talked a lot about Hogan's attire. Zeus's attire is fucking epic. It's pretty fabulous. His what? like gigantic steel belt buckle and his chainmail tank. Yeah, top. his chainmail tank top built to fit. That was impressive. We we, we can talk off air about his uh, his three stages of attire. What? What? Why? What do you mean? You know, we have future oh, future yeah, ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but but he oh, you mean on a different air? Yeah, he uh, his character develops yeah. from like kind of nothing to something a little better to like yeah. final form, and yeah. you're like, all right, I'm, I'm all about this. <laughs> okay, so when when he shows up with the gigantic metal shoulder pads on, I wrote down something, Danielle, that you might take beef with, and the Ooh. listeners might have beef with it too. This hurts me to say it, but I believe it in my heart. Zeus would fuck Shonov up. Yeah, he would. No, he would smash Zeus him. would crush Shonov. Glow or no glow? Shonov's your boy. Uh, I, wrote, Jesus. I wrote Debo plus Road Warriors plus Shonov equals Zeus. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty epic. It was like Mad Max to the max. So, here, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, No Holds Barred is a shared universe with another movie. No. I believe that Zeus 
is the tethered from below of what? Debo what? from us. <laughs> Zeus Whoa. is Debo's us. That's fascinating. It's the I original like MCU. I want to go to that world. He speaks like this. I know. Zeus. I want to go there. Rabbit Raw. He's That's definitely cool. Debo's us, and Debo's already a fuck, so Zeus is even worse. <laughs> even more fucky. The gathered. And I, just, I, I don't remember what scene this is in, but I just noticed in my notes I have written down so much satin. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, they were matching, they were matching. You skipped a huge part. I know not all scenes are, are yeah. worth talking the about. The training camp? Get it off your chest, but, man. But, this is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you skipped, so... We went straight to the final, the final fight, but no, I was just oh, just comment to the art, so, of the the clothing. So real quick, the awkward um, relationship after guy tries to kidnap Sam, oh, yeah, and so, Hogan fights no, no, the guy with he, his motorcycle. Oh, the hired rapist. Yeah, I, that was a rapist. That was yeah. a hired rapist. Rape. This so, was after Millennial Training Camp. So so, <laughs> it was. Don't you remember? He was with the little kids. And he's like, "You're both winners." You yeah, and Zeus shows up on the helicopter to challenge him. Zeus yeah. helicopters yeah. into the barbecue, and, yeah. and Rip and Rip takes the pussy approach and doesn't accept the challenge. <laughs> he just grabs live. Him. Yeah, and and the kids are like. No, I think what was supposed to happen there was that they, they were challenging him to fight right <laughs> then and there. No, that was kids. <laughs> Your kid impression is uncanny. I think he just didn't want to fight right in front of the kids, which is which okay. is the, the little holsters. Oh, because it's a movie for kids. Yeah, yeah. it's a kids movie. Yeah. He's and, doing the right thing. It's a kids movie now. Back to that attempted rape. So yep. after he fights the guy oh, with God, the motorcycle. Yeah. <clears throat> He goes to, to Sam. Fights him with a motorcycle. Fights him with a yeah, motorcycle. Do you remember the tree line? Do you remember the line about putting him into the tree? Oh, yeah, he said something. It's in the trailer also. Like, me and you are going to make friends with this tree or some shit. What? So he goes back to Sam and he holds her and says... Are you crying? You got real <laughs> emotional. I'm having, I, I had a real hard time with this. Do you this. need a minute? He are goes... God, I hate it when you're hurt or scared, you know? And she goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you hate it when she's scared or hurt? When have you once seen her, I guess when she got smacked by Brill. Yeah. But like, her he her scared or hurt is, is a, a, a well, common it's thing. Happen- it's happening to her frequently she now. She getting beat up she- in this thing. She's just a magnet for drama. He's got to ditch her. <laughs> um, He's into it. So so now you get Randy, Rip's brother, going to the steel mill because he wants to get a get a Zeus good, versus Rebar. He, he gets yeah. He wants to get a good look at Zeus to try to uh, like scout him in case Rip ends up fighting him. And uh, and he gets you know caught by Burrell and Burrell drags him over to Zeus and he goes Zeus guess who this is and Zeus goes. I don't guess. <laughs> you know what? These are life lessons from a real hero. I don't guess anymore either. I, I either I know or I'm out. I like I, just a little little bit about me. I hate when somebody goes, "Guess what?" Because I don't want to guess either. Yeah, so just tell me. I'm on Debo's side, but I didn't know it was an option to just opt out and say I don't guess. I don't guess. I guess if you're a 400 pound behemoth, roided up cockeyed wearing it wearing a chainmail tank top you get to not guess i did uh i think i got my high school diploma torn up because i watched this movie <laughs> but 
I no did dumber. learn. Yeah, a lot. But I did learn a life lesson. I don't have to. I don't have to guess anymore. True. So yeah. you know, I feel like I'm maybe two steps so, ahead. Did, did anyone else make a note about the scream that Zeus did when he was holding Randy's face? Yeah. Oh, I was used to it by then. He, but it was like this high pitched, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so what the fuck is happening right now? Randy's. He he really enjoyed hurting Randy. So okay, then, <clears throat> but then the evil executive Brill falls in love with the Zeus. She yeah. just gives him these melty him the eyes, eyes like, eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna have him. He just sees dollar signs in Zeus. He just goes goo-goo for him. So then Rip has to go find Randy or Zeus? No, no, he's he you you just you get you make the assumption that he, he found he, out about he Randy. Yeah, so he goes to find Zeus. Zeus's gym is dope as fuck. Yeah, uh, dude. I, I, I want Zeus's gym. If it was gym. 1989, that would be what my gym would look like. I would, too, have pictures of Hulk Hogan everywhere. What? That, that's, my <laughs> dream, that's my dream gym, to have another ring inside of... For, for We've we've talked about yeah. this dozens of times. Why would I, Why would we need I, one? I don't fucking know. I was confused <laughs> here, though. So there's there's TVs placed throughout that have this video on a loop of Burrell, like, motivating Zeus by saying shit that Rip said about him, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just static replay but then he breaks the mirror and there's a projector on the other side and the projector laughs the projector's like ha, 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 it's a, it's a pro- it's a projector of Zeus mm-hmm. yeah. and Ho- and Rip thinks that it's Zeus <laughs> so he double axe smashes yeah. the mirror and it's a projection yeah, yeah. but I, I I don't know about you guys I'm pretty sure that projections and uh, imagery back then was not lifelike <laughs> yeah. to oh where you God. have a hologram back in 89 and they're projecting an image of... of Which was very clearly actually actually Zeus. Zeus. Wait, in what other recent movie are people trying to attack images who are actually in mirrors? Us? With the uh, tether? That is him! Shared this universe. Is us. Confirmed. Right. You heard it here You're first on right. Good Bad 2, the sequel. <laughs> shared universe between No Holds Barred and Us. Um, so my my 1940s headline for this scene was... <laughs> you have to say it in the voice. Yeah. Hulk destroys Temple of Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Temple of Zeus. That's pretty good, right? I know. And then he throws, the, he throws the bar at the camera and all three of the executives jump out of their seat. Like that, like the bar was gonna hit them. I thought it was. I thought. I thought <laughs> yeah, when he threw when he threw the dumbbell, heaviest fuck dumbbell at the big Z, that it was yeah. gonna like shatter, and you'll see them sitting behind yeah. the wall. Yeah. And, nope. Yeah, the, they're nope. nowhere to be found. But they jumped anyways. <laughs> but but then you get this very clever contrast and excellent writing of. Zeus training by wearing metal and punching cinder blocks. Meanwhile, Hulk Hogan is going through his closet and wearing every outfit he has while he rehabs Randy back to health. I I just made a note of training montage-ish. Yeah, like the most lazy (laughs) attempt at copying Rocky you could imagine. I was really disappointed in the scene because the best part about 80s action movies, whether it's, it's every Van Damme movie or Arnold movie, or Chuck Norris movie, is the training montage. Training montage, yeah. (laughs) Every movie has a training montage. Rocky started it, and it it was, no one was tired of it being copied. It's never not good. So, uh, why didn't, can you, like, imagine how much better this movie would be if you get a badass soundtrack, couple of minutes of Hogan just, like, lifting. 
right? Like body body slams, military press, whatever. (laughs) Hold on, we saw one time where he was training, but he was wearing his string briefs in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time we actually see him. That was it. He was doing seven hours of push-ups. That was the only one. (laughs) That was the training montage. Isolation. Kids, if you want to look like Hulk Hogan, all you have to do is a million bed push-ups. That's it. Um. And then, uh, and then you get the final fight, and I, to be honest, I don't want to spend that much time talking about this final fight because I thought it was absolute trash. Like it's pretty, it's pretty much the. Um, I think it was the where all these teams and and all these uh, wrestlers got their their idea for building up matches, right? Yeah. Like the Hardys and the yeah. where, where they go in the ring. And then they go, they climb up to this, like, this high peak. How many false finishes (laughs) do we have to fucking have? Oh, my God. Like, when it shows, I was actually let down when it shows uh, the camera cuts to Randy while Rip is getting the fuck beat out of him and, and his hand twitches. Yeah, I thought he's going to do like the, the rip rip him hand sign yeah, nope. and he never does. Yeah. And that that like to me was a wasted opportunity. You knew it was gonna happen, yeah. but they don't do it. The rip him hand sign and he fucking hulks up and he does hulk up and he's about to win and then he gets cut off. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I mean it is if you are a wrestling fan and you are like so, so Sean and I are are intensely familiar with wrestling, professional wrestling. We'll just put it that way. If you're not, <laughs> then this is just a really, really bad fight scene. It's yeah. really it's long. it's a bad wrestling match, which makes it it just doesn't it doesn't lend itself to being cinematic. And it, yeah, it is. It's really long. Yeah, it's, but did you notice that all of the uh, audience members dressed in their best prom wear were really into this whole thing? Well, if if you <clears throat> little going down the rabbit hole a little bit wrestling wise, if you go back to some of the older wrestling when like the AWA and stuff when they <clears throat> when they started their TV stints. They were in small studios yeah. and people dressed up. Wow. Like it, it was because it was TV was new, that kind, new kind of newish, and and some of this stuff was on like old black and white TV, like when TV started. But when it started to build its popularity before before this, it was like, and there was all the territories. They had the ones that had shows. It was in little like two three hundred people studios. And it, it was a big deal. Wait, yeah. what, what decade-ish was this? Seventies, eighties. I mean, it, it wrestling saw wrestling is is a big part of the reason why television succeeded in the fifties. In the fifties, when TV became into most households, wrestling was the thing that people watched, and like late night TV shows, like talk shows, that was pretty much it. And then in like sixties, seventies, eighties, it was like some of the most watched stuff on TV still. So and then and then, but territorially. Then you get to, to Vince McMahon buying the WWF and taking it globally and, and ushering in cable and pay-per-view and it blows up even more and sees it's probably its highest peak. So if you take the real life and then just cinem- cinemify it a little, it's not that far-fetched for people to be like dressed up, you know what I mean? But Prom style. Prom style. Well, if, you, if you actually look into, and I thought, I think it, I think it's interesting... People people look at <clears throat> wrestling like it's like a <clears throat> freak show, 
it's not popular. It's not, it's not a thing. But if you look back, especially in this area in Sonoma County, it was huge. California was a hotbed for It was a huge territory. So they used to have it at the fairgrounds. Sold out, like, I mean, sold out the building holds. Yeah. 4,000 people. Palace, but like, the Cow yeah. Palace, the, the territory here was one of the biggest. Yeah. In, in like the, the, in like the, the 50s, the Rocks, 60s. The Rock's grandfather, <laughs> Peter Maivia, was like the man in California, in San Francisco. Pat Patterson, yeah. Briscoe. Like, it was a huge, a huge deal. I feel like and, you guys need to have your own wrestling podcast. Hey, that's a great idea, Danielle. We Interesting should, segue. Well, yeah, maybe we'll circle back around to that. Um, <laughs> so, anyways. Back to Zeus. Hogan, Hogan defeats Zeus. Did Is Zeus dead? Uh, I think die? so. So so I'm just confused here. So at one point in the fight, <laughs> Zeus rips a pole off. Yeah, dude. He tries to put it through Rip and misses and it's it goes a, into the mat. It's a child's movie. And it, it's it's a child's that movie. That was disturbing. And like, it, yeah. But it's still in the middle of the mat, standing straight up. Then he falls into it. Eight poles fall down, by the way. They do they do the oh, yeah. they do the they do the Brock Lesnar big show yeah. ring collapse, ring collapse spot. That was my favorite part. So okay, so I've got another question for you guys because this this movie raised more questions than anything. So Burrell, Brell, Birrell, whatever the fuck the bad guy's name is. Burrell. He's got several kidnappings attempted, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a rape for hire, mm-hmm. yes. He uh, struck a woman. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. This is illegal fighting, by the way. Right. <laughs> These are all crimes. But yeah. Be, 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 because so because fine. back then <clears throat> there was I think there was everything had to go through. Um, athletic commission. Sure, right. Yeah. yeah. So these so are all, not sanctioned. These are all crimes and mostly felonies. How are we going to end this movie? Let's just electrocute him to death. What? Why? Why? Well, just have him arrested. That would have been a, that would have been a fine ending. Like, yep, you're off to jail, rich guy. You're not rich anymore. I would have felt pretty satisfied. No, they fucking killed him in this movie for the little Hulkster. <laughs> My life. I have three. I have three headlines that cover the last fifteen minutes of this movie. It goes neck brace agony. Hulk wins. Evil exec gets fried. <laughs> so neck brace agony. <laughs> Randy. I, I, I wrote Fucking down Randy. Breaking news. Fucking Randy. <laughs> I wrote down it's okay to kick somebody in a wheelchair if you put them in the wheelchair. Yeah, because humor and fun. <laughs> that, that's not immoral. <laughs> so my my whole my whole opinion of this movie was flying high until the final end scene the end fight and then it plummeted but then as soon as the credits rolled and the song No Holds Barred oh kicked God. in my opinion went right back up to where it was before because that song is amazing <laughs> I love that song alright that's pretty much it for the movie uh, before we get into our awards I've got a uh, announcement that we've been teasing and joking about and I want to give you guys uh, some shout outs on social media so the, the shout-outs on social media is just Instagram today, and there's two pages on there that, that show some love for old-school wrestling, so you guys should go check them out if you're into that sort of thing. One of them is at WWF underscore the underscore Federation underscore years. The WWF the Federation years. And then the other one is at WWF Golden Era, all one word. Both of them spend their days showing love to old school wrestling and macho man and hulk hogan and all that stuff that we grew up on and love so go go show them some love the other thing is the big announcement that we've been talking about good bad 2 
is pregnant and it's having well, a. Oh, oh, wait, what? <laughs> How at, did this happen? As a, as a podcast, it's pregnant and it's having a baby, and that baby <laughs> is, is it going to be a is it going to be a soccer player? <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's going to be a fucking professional wrestler. The new podcast is called Good Bad Two No Holds Barred. And Sean and I are going to do a shorter version of the podcast. We're going to talk about the shit that happens in professional wrestling that is good, bad, and good God almighty, is there a lot of it. That's endless. And it could be just somebody's... <laughs> oh, that's endless. It could be an attire. It could be a whole match. It could be a pay-per-view. It could be just a segment. It could be Mae Young giving birth to a hand. Um, so that is... <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> there is going to be a wrestling version of good, bad, too. Get your vaccinations before this one comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can follow on Twitter there at GB2 Wrestling. So keep your eyes peeled for the for the new podcast that's wrestling related. All right, you guys got some awards for uh, this movie, No Holds Barred. Yeah. All right, let me yeah. hear let me hear your bold statements about the movie, Danielle. You're gonna need to renew your GED. <laughs> <laughs> Did this movie really make you dumber? Yes. Dumb and. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. I apologize for forcing you to do these things. Sean, what's your bold statement? My thesis is pretty pretty simple. 80s pro wrestling meets 80s action movies. Yeah. That That's... It, yeah. To me, it... Yeah. Good, 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 bad movies don't get much better. This is good, bad as it fucking yeah. gets. But it, it's, it's picture-perfect... 80s wrestling for the little bit of wrestling that, that it has and it's full blown 80s action yeah like it, it's it's the good and bad of both and and the the mm. fight scenes the like non-professional wrestling like out in the world limo fight scenes and stuff those are a ton of fun yeah because they incorporated <laughs> wrestling type stuff into it so you know if your star is a professional wrestler he can coordinate a fucking fight scene mm-hmm. the problem is the professional wrestling scenes yeah. which don't translate to a movie but yeah the like the limo and like stuff like that those are all really fun action 80s fight scenes uh my my bold statement is this is what happens when you combine millions of dollars with cocaine and steroids like you just get people growling and greased up and covered in, covered in spandex and fucking leather and steel, just throwing weights and guys named Ludwrench and holy shit! This this movie is the visual combination of money, steroids, and cocaine. That it is unreal. Dog. Eyes bugging out and drool everywhere. Oh, so much heavy quivering. <laughs> There was! Awkward. Uh, Well, not my fault. (laughs) So, the the next thing we got here is Worst Line, and this is written by two psychopaths. So, Danielle, what is your worst line? Um, I need you to do it with me. I do it with you? Yeah, ready? Are you ready? It's, it's, what's that smell? Dookie. Yeah, because I'm not saying that word. <laughs> I've already deleted my entire high school education. This Let's not like, even talk about college. We're a, we're a lot of episodes in and okay, suddenly in... you're too good for this show. Yeah, yeah now you have standards and morals. <laughs> I don't listen to this show. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's your worst line? I want that jockass on this network. <laughs> 10 o'clock. Tomorrow. Oh, that was a great Boardroom. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just keeps going. Jockass. 
he he really leaned into jockass several times. Yeah. I uh, four times. I wrote it down. I kept a tally. I was actually I really hoping for more jockass. Me too. I was I was fully expecting. Look how much space I have here for my tallies and just little is, four. Is little that marks. a term that existed no. before or after this movie? Nope. I've never heard someone call no, it. No, jo- And once. he thought nope. it was cutting deep. He thought he was really Golly. getting him with that one. Uh, my worst line is, "You build bigger walls than I ever could." But stop acting. Stop trying to act. Okay, first of all, Hulk Hogan isn't a real person. Hulk Hogan is a character. So then you take a real person, give him a character, and then have that character play another character, character yeah. and then ask that third character to act. What the hell are we doing here? It's Terry acting his Hulk Hogan acting his Rip. <laughs> The turducken of acting. <laughs> oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> it's the same color too. <laughs> America. <laughs> to know what is your best line in No Holds Barred? I can't. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Pass. I, I like won't. My contest won't let me do it. Your dedication is waning. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what's your best line? When they're in the bar, waitress comes up. They order drinks, and she she goes. I'd like to get laid, relayed, and parlayed, but that that ain't gonna happen here. So what's it gonna be? Parlayed. That was the best line of the whole movie. Do you see why I passed on this award? Do you see why I passed? Well, it was between that and you guys must be looking for the gay bar. The gay bar's across the street, <laughs> and then they don't answer her, and she goes, "Well, come on." Like, wait, how did we get to this Oh, point? yeah, then they got ringside seats. Yeah. She, for they, not knowing what they the didn't they were respond, doing. and she's like, what are you waiting for? Let's go. Like, let me seat you. No more, loogies. So I have, a, I have a tie. I could not decide. I have written down, ah, ah, but that doesn't get it. No. <laughs> and then, but my, my two-way tie is between, I don't guess, and every time this jockass strips to his sweet nothings for these sweat hogs. <laughs> This is what we're working with. I, I think Sweat Hog is probably the best <laughs> description of a wrestling fan. Sweat Hog. Sweat Hog. Um, uh, this is a, maybe the hardest choice oh, no, of it. movie for worst performance because everyone hits it out of the ballpark in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> They're swinging. Can't, can't even say it with a straight face. But Daniel, what is your uh, worst performance in, in this movie? Uh, neck Brace Brother. Yeah, Randy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Randy that. as a wheelchair neck yeah. brace sad gonna, guy trying to act from the neck up. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, second that. God. So so just to just to put things in perspective, Randy shows up to the steel mill. A a nameless, faceless security guard is able to drag him essentially by his <laughs> ear over to where Zeus is, and then Zeus I think hit him once. I don't recall him like beating the shit out of no. him. And then he is paralyzed. I thought I thought he was gonna kill him. I thought he was gonna kill him because earlier they talk about how he kills a guy. So so that is how easily defeated Randy was and paralyzed. Right then he's sitting at ringside in his neck brace and wheelchair, and he goes, "Come on, Rip, try." Listen, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You want him to try? God damn it. Yeah, I'm not a Randy fan. Not a Randy fan. Uh, Sean, who's your worst performance? I'm I'm at a tie, and that's between uh, Brill's henchman <laughs> and the stare off between Zeus's cross eye and Rip's stoner oh, stoner you're... eyes in in the final fight when they go back and forth and stare at them. 
just the, the cross <laughs> eye and the like high as fuck <laughs> face that Rip has. I thought you were gonna say the stare down between Seuss's cross eye and his regular eye. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone regular. <laughs> Oh. If you're so listening, Tommy, rich. sorry. We, oh my that god, is rich. it's all in good fun. Um, D- Daniel, who is your MVP? Uh, Rip's hospital attire. Uh, oh, all so, of them. There were so many options. Okay, Sometimes again, he just changes. Again, again, I'm gonna piggyback. There were Zubas. It was different. They were all blue, right? They're all no, different. no, no, no. That was it. Would it would no, change? No, there was a purple. But it would purple. be one color, right? He yes. would go into the closet. And right, he's got the the bandanas on the top shelf, and then he's got the sleeveless shirts hanging on the and hang, the boots, and then in the dresser he's got the <laughs> lycra arra- pants. They're arranged in a rainbow. Dude, it, it, this whole movie, blue day. this whole movie, I was impressed that he could stop a robbery while wearing yoga pants. So I was like, wow. But, I mean, they're comfortable. But yeah, his hospital attires were spectacular. Yeah, they were. I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to the red tiger print with an alligator weight belt on in a hospital. It was magical. <laughs> he's all trying to be serious and rehab his brother. Everyone's just looking at his outfits. While Zeus is punching bricks. I'm going to piggyback. Punching bricks. I'm going to be the other side of that coin. My MVP is Zeus. We've talked about him a lot. But Zeus's attire is amazing. Like, he is... He, for those of you that aren't familiar with Bay Area sports, he is the epitome of the black hole at Raider games. Yeah. Like, all that's black pretty, and silver and steel and shoulder pads and unibrows and <laughs> growling and yet screaming instead of speaking. Yeah. No, His, no ability to use the English language. Except for if, when he does speak, he whispers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just the wardrobe in general for for this side of the the microphone, Sean. What's your MVP? So going based off of your guys, um, like that really tries. Yeah, I'm going with Brill. Like like he was, he he, yeah. he 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 gives it his all. He's swinging for the fences yeah. for sure, especially when you first meet him. Every word that comes out of his mouth in that first scene where he's like yeah. telling people to go it's take hilarious. a piss. <laughs> But this is him in every movie he's in. Oh, that guy crushes. Kurt it, Sutter is the man. He's. This is another one of those movies that he's in. Wayne's there's world. There's a ton of move. There's a ton of people. Yeah. In this movie, mm-hmm. he always plays an exec. Yeah, he's always. That's just his thing. Yeah, he's and he's just, gigantic. Yeah, he's yeah, a big dude. Yeah. He's almost as tall as Zeus. I know. Well, ne- well, he's almost as tall as Hulk as well. Like yeah. when they were looking at each other, it was almost yeah, eye like to damn eye. near eye to eye. He's a big dude. But yeah, he's he's amazing. He's one of the highlights of this movie for sure. Like he's he's so fun. Um, what is your unredeemable moment, Danielle? Uh, I doubled up on this one. It's what's that? Oh smell? come on! That's that's the most jiffable part of the movie. It is the worst. <laughs> It is the lowest. It is it is taking it is taking your finger shovel and lifting up that tile in the basement and digging under it and hitting Wait, someone else's oh, shit. It's I bad. Know. It's that it's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Watch on that one. Not, not as bad as your analogy, wow. but anyways. <laughs> uh, Sean, I told you this movie would make you dumber. <laughs> What's your unredeemable moment? The, the sound effects of growling and yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine plus steroids. It's it's the worst. A lot of heavy it, quivering. It's just <laughs> it doesn't match with what they're doing. Like if if the person was actually doing it, but it's it's like recorded after. Yeah. It's dubbed over, and yeah. none of it. Yeah, the one guy is pressing the junkyard it, dog sound button. It's it's like watching it's like watching a sci-fi movie 
of sharks and the sharks are roaring like lions. <laughs> because there's plenty of them. It's like, no, that doesn't fucking happen. That's the movie we're covering next week, by the way. Is that a five-headed or seven-headed shark? Shark to post NATO. This is a children's show, Sean. Yeah, you, they, they sound like Hercules from the Sandlot. Ukulele. Yeah. Um, my unredeemable moment I just have written down here, hotel bullshit. The, the, from the second, the, from the second they get to the hotel, it's just unfucking bearable to watch. That that whole part, I don't. I, I think I hated that part when I was a kid. <laughs> Fuck the hotel yeah. part. Um, okay, I, I have a feeling I know what's going to happen here. Danielle, what is your favorite part? Um, I really liked the car shop wrestling bar. I yeah, liked that entire set. That was that was really rad and it was well done. It looked like a place that I want to go look at. Like maybe not patronize, but look at and observe the patrons. <laughs> that place was epic. It was rad. <laughs> like throughout movie history, the double deuce from uh, Roadhouse has been considered the best dive yeah. bar. But uh, whatever that place was called, I, I didn't catch the name of it. I think that place is better than. The I never place. had. Yeah. I never yeah. had a fake ID, but if I did, I would want to have my 19th birthday at that bar. You just sit next to Larry the Cage Fighter guy. Yeah. <laughs> cheer for broken skulls. Yeah. Sean, what's your uh, what's your uh, favorite part the limo fight <laughs> so the limo fight so was pretty epic I, I love the limo yeah. fight so much for, when he busts from the time he gets kidnapped until the end of it when he busts out the whole dookie part if, if you if you had if you had three minutes to to explain to somebody what 80s action movies were you show them a clip of the limo fight. Yeah. And, and that, that is every 80s action movie in a nutshell. Just, I mean, there's a lot of fights you could pick, but, th- like, it, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, Daniel, did you get a better title? Uh, yeah, I did. It's Don't Get Mad, Get Jugass. <laughs> Sean? I, I couldn't. I I, I, re- I really had a hard time. I I tried and I first of all they never say no hold barred no holds barred once in this movie. It's so, not the name of the show so either. Let, let me, no, <laughs> let me fill in which would have been a great name instead of yeah. Battle of the Tough Guys. Let me let me fill in that that gap for you. This movie coined that phrase. I was under the oh, really? yeah. What? So the match ah. the match name and the and the term happened because of this movie. It didn't exist before that. It was like no disqualification or street fight or blah, 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 hardcore match. Then this movie came along and that's where you get the term no holds barred. Or or, or at least uh, concerning professional wrestling. It might have been in jujitsu or something like that beforehand. But huh. it, the, this movie popularized the term. Huh. Um, this is an uh, educational podcast wow. yeah, too, yeah. kids. Wow. I just yeah. made it here. <clears throat> this podcast made... is for the kids. Yeah. I just got eighth grade back. Yeah, we're, we're uh, <laughs> in negotiations with NPR. <laughs> the... Um, the better title was really hard for me too. I came up with uh, Thunder Lips's commercial for spandex. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder Lips is his character from Rocky Three. Really? Okay, because my description of uh, Hulk Hogan here was I got three three bullet points: orange, bald spot, <laughs> and Whoa. and upper lip flavor saver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It was so gross to look at. That's no good. I know. And it goes downhill. (laughs) It just started. (laughs) I think we're going to be a split decision here, but is this movie good, bad, or just bad? It's good, bad. Whoa, okay. That came out of left field. Wow, it it knows what it is. It's having a good old time. It's terrible. All of the executives have, like, drawn on eye bags. 
I mean, it knows what it's doing. It's good, bad. I think this movie is actually a tie for me with The Last Dragon as far as the movies that we've covered that I enjoyed. Like, Um, I had a good fucking time watching this Mm. movie. No, it's so far below Last Dragon. It's so far below. All right, we can disagree on that. I'm guessing, Sean, you're going good bad. Good bad. It's it's about as... It's about as good bad as as a movie gets. This is what we're looking for for this podcast. It's terrible, but it's fucking fun. It knows. Yeah, it knows what it's doing. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps things up for No Holds Barred, the movie, but keep a lookout for Good, Bad 2, No Holds Barred, did, the did, podcast. Did you not do... Merchandising. Did you, did you not do any of the... Oh, the the research. Yeah. Oh, my God. Every time I try to get, get away with it, but I, uh, you guys keep me on track. Because I'm actually, I'm actually interested on this one. So there's not a lot to be found. Some of it I already told you about. Like, they rewrote it in three days and the match type. Um, and that Hogan, Hogan wanted this to be a movie for the Little Hulksters, but wh- a couple of things that I found that were really interesting was an interview with, with Tommy Lister, with uh, Debo, um, Zeus. And one of the things that the, the interviewer asked him was um, if he had auditioned for this movie, and he's talking about how a bunch of other people auditioned for it, and one point that he made was that a few white people were auditioning, but in his opinion, there's no money to be made for a white person fighting a white person or a black person fighting a black person. He said, all the money is in white people fighting black people. And he he was just saying, like, I don't know why that is, but he's like, that's the facts. And he said that he used to be about 280 pounds, and then he started taking steroids, and he got up to, like, 315. (laughs) And he showed up in Zeus attire that he had made for himself and Vince McMahon immediately cast him to do it. Sold. Wow. Then the interviewer asked him about the fact that he had wrestled in WWF as the character Zeus after making the movie, but before it came out in an an effort to promote the movie. So he did like some SummerSlam matches where he teamed with Macho Man and all this stuff. And the interviewer asks him, was it always part of the plan to do some wrestling? And he goes, no, absolutely not. He goes, he's like, I, I look at professional wrestling as sexual harassment. He's like, I don't need no <laughs> dude sexually harassing me. And he goes, but Vince McMahon is the greatest businessman in history. He just forced $75,000 into my bank account. Then asked him if he would wrestle. And he goes, no, I'm not trying to get sexually harassed by no dude. And Vince said, okay, well, then I'll just have to get that $75,000 back. And he goes, all right, who you want me to sexual harass? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it takes. That's the price. So that, that, was, that was pretty much his story of being a wrestler. Wow. The, uh, the budget for this movie was $8 million, which actually seems kind of low. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it grossed $16 million. So... It was profitable, but it was considered a flop. It was considered, uh, you know, by Vince McMahon for their very first production to be a lot lower than they they expected that it would be. It's probably the only WWE film that's made money. Um, I don't know because they're pretty low budget. Then they continue to make them. So and they, they are, also, those, are all those a low budget? Like yeah, the Marine Twelve. And... Yeah. Then they also produce movies that you probably didn't know that they produce. Actually, uh, somebody on Twitter fact checked me on this. They they might have had something to do with us. And I'm not saying that as a joke. There was a recent movie that they produced that has no wrestlers in it. They just put up the money. 
It's not like a joke movie. I think it might have been us. And if it is, then my theory is true. What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm like 50-50 on my confidence on that statement. So don't don't hold me to it. Somebody, Fact checking. Somebody figure that out and get at us at the Good Bad Show. Um, all right. That pretty much wraps it up. Next week. Next week. All right. I'm going to need the both of you right now to stop collaborate and listen because ice quivering. is back with a brand new invention we are covering cool as ice whoa really yes no. <laughs> the vanilla ice 90s classic that i did not know existed until a little while ago i've, I've never heard of this this is a movie where vanilla ice is in like a like a rom-com kind of and he's playing vanilla ice this is so exciting and it's called cool as ice and i cannot oh, fucking wait to cover that movie. This is, uh, we can just keep wearing our Azubas all the way through the movie then. Like, <laughs> well, whole week Azubas. Yeah, absolutely. This is great. Um, definitely go download the podcasts. Good, bad, to the sequel, wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple, Spotify, Google. Leave the us a dumpster. five... Dumpster. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Target clearance shelf. Leave us a... 99 cent store. You're, you're... Can you pull the rope in the same direction as me? <laughs> I don't listen to this pile of shit. <laughs> uh, leave us a five-star review while you're there. Um, you can find us on the social medias at The Good Bad Show. And keep your eyes peeled for Good Bad 2, No Holds Barred, the wrestling version of the show, which will consistently be released sometimes. Hmm. You can find me at Fit Geek Training. You can find Sean at... In, in the nearest square circle. <laughs> and you can find Danielle at... Victoria's Secret 1989 buying that lingerie set from Sam and Moore. <laughs> Alright, y'all. <laughs> Peace out. Again.